0: Call in with your questions to real estate expert Mimi Shoneman with REMAX Results. I'm going to go out and buy a house. Here she is, your host, Mimi Shoneman. Yes, she
2: is here, your host, and from the red-hot real estate group with REMAX Results, Miss Mimi Shoneman. Hello, hello. Good morning. Hello, good to see you. Also, great to see our friend from Cross Country Mortgage, Mr. Phil Olson morning hello as we uh, move into the show today i know that we wanted to start with some hey man we are full swing holiday season are you guys ready did you go buy your turkeys or your hams or whatever for thanksgiving out there already you know it. Okay, I figure, because you're very, like, proactive about that stuff. So, well, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. There's been a shortage of things, you know. Oh, fair enough. So you do have to plan ahead. So, Phil, uh, are I you going to d- cook yourself this year? What are
3: you doing? Of course. I'm I'm doing the whole thing. Well done. Yeah. Well done. And I got my turkey for free because I you bought got your a ham. ham right? <laughs> I got the ham. I got the turkey. What
2: is this? That what? was at the grocery uh, store that mine, too. It was like, you buy the ham, you get the turkey.
3: Oh, yeah. You got a nice Hormel 41 yeah. Pure Ham. At high yes. V, you guys At, are not my friends. Yeah.
2: I thought you were. Uh, yeah. You should Next time I'll snap a
1: pic uh, and you're I'll tell holding you. out on the specials. <laughs> Hy-Vee? It's a good one. Hy-Vee. Is it still going on? It's still going on. Yeah, I I was there this morning. uh, Mimi,
3: if you don't have a turkey, I think I got some old frozen (laughs) thighs, chicken thighs in my freezer. Will that work for you?
2: Listen, you just get out of the (laughs)
3: studio right now. But if you do,
2: I was at the hy V this morning before I came in to do the show, and the sign is still up. So if you want to go in and get yourself a ham and a free turkey, go get it. Who
1: wouldn't want to get a free something? Exactly. Okay, free is
2: always great, which is, you know, we don't get to talk about that very often. In here. Before we get into talking about what's going on with the market though, I do want to get Phil's NMLS number out there for everyone please.
3: NMLS 238-103 Company NMLS 3029 Cross Country Mortgage.
2: And free kind of leads us into what's going on out there especially with, you know if you're trying to move towards home ownership. It is one of the places where you sit there and go, how can I save myself some money? There are some quality ways to save yourself and to maximize your investment and what you get on home, and then there's some other things, like trying to be your own realtor and a bunch of others. Those things, I'm like, you're really just costing yourself money. There's, nothing's free as far as that goes. That's just a headache, <laughs> I right? St-
1: I'm sorry. I, I'm so not focused on real estate right now. Are you still thinking about st- turkey and I, ham? I, I am still at a loss. <laughs> my mind is just going, neither one of them told me. Alright, okay, I'll I'm, clear, we're maybe gonna I'll fix clear it it all up you can come
3: to my cabin yeah you and eric can come for (laughs) for dinner and and there you go and that's all handled
2: i'm not cooking the full thing this year all i'm doing i'm only responsible for the mac and cheese but i'll make an extra pan for you, and oh, you can have that meme. So oh, I'll give you a pan oh girl, that works, yeah. Because I'm only like, I'm only responsible for one thing. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm just not talking to y'all right now. I'm just going to talk to everybody else. No listening. amends, no amends can be made now because we didn't tell you about the free turkey Man,
1: Man my heart's hurt. Anyway, real estate. Yeah, that's yes, what we do here, here we on go. the real, Red Hot Real Estate Show. Is real estate exactly okay? Here's mm-hmm. what we got. Our new listings for yes. the month of, uh, for the week ending November 6th. This is according to the Minneapolis Area Association of Realtors. They give us the best stats over there. I just okay. got to give a shout out, shout out to them. Our new listings decreased 4.2% to only 1,217. That's, this is for the whole metro, y'all. Okay. And pending sales decreased 6% to 1,178. Our inventory overall decreased Almost 15% down to 7,640 homes for sale in the whole thirteen sixteen county
2: area. Now, that seems incredibly tight, but seasonally, does that kind of make sense?
1: You know, I can't even talk about seasonality. Okay in the pandemic world that Fair we're enough. in because okay. things are just not necessarily there, there normal. is no
3: seasonality it's gotcha. just okay. right now
1: is just as busy as it was in the spring right it's amazing right. Mm-hmm. um our median sales price increased almost eight percent to three hundred and forty thousand wow days on market down twenty two point nine to twenty seven days that's the time that you list it to the close date that is warp speed phil right in your world you like to see a thirty-day window is your preferred window or yep. longer, but you but don't get I, it anymore.
3: Sometimes we get it and sometimes we don't. I mean, I closed here three months ago. I closed a house in sixteen days.
1: Okay, oh my well, heavens. let's talk about that in two seconds. Okay. So, our percent of original list price that our sellers are getting is one hundred point three. This is an average. <laughs> so, um, sellers are when somebody says, you know, would you think they'll go lower? Well stats say that they won't. Right. Stats say that they're getting 100% and more. Um and our month supply of homes for sale went down almost 18%. We're still hovering at 1.4 months of inventory when a normal market is between 5 and 6 months. Right. Um so that is our stats for the day. Phil, what's your update on mortgage?
3: Mortgage rates stuff? M- mortgage rates and bonds here over the last week have been fairly flat. Uh, we're, we're staying in a very, very tight, narrow range. Mm -hmm. We, we did see it is rates, uh, go up slightly after the federal reserve spoke. And then after we got out the CPI index, which we talked about here last week that came in at 6.2, um, Unfortunately, I, I actually think here over the next couple months we could see the CPI index go as high as eight or nine percent. And
2: we we're saying the consumer price index—that's yeah. consumer
3: mm-hmm. price index. So mm-hmm. just think about it; it's called inflation, folks. Right. Mm-hmm. Prices are going to go up higher. I mean, it's crazy. I I was looking at something in California. People are paying $6.36 for a gallon of gas.
2: Wow. How
3: crazy is that? It's bananas. And and, and that leads me to one statistic that I'm going to bring to the table. The average price of a newly listed home in the last year has climbed 32.6%. And get a load of the following. New York, Chicago, Dallas, Fort Worth. Los Angeles prices have increased 43 percent over
2: the last year
3: over the last year wow
2: wow is right Mm -hmm.
3: now that's over the list price okay so in other words if a house was being sold and we'll use a a, an easy number 300,000 yes what is 43% of 300,000 well 50% would be 150 right mm-hmm. so you can probably say about 127 on top of 300 that 300 that's selling at that list is actually selling for $427,000
2: now one of the interesting things like I, i'm going uh, to i'm going to use this example so i have a used car and so i went in to have some repairs and I, my mechanic was talking to me about how well you could sell it for more than you ever would have sold it before, but are you really going to net anything off it because the other things that you'd be buying be equally as important? How does that equate to what we're doing with housing? Like, so, yeah, my house that I bought in 2020 is technically worth more money, but how do you make the right decisions on, am I refinancing, am I this, or am I looking for another property? How are people navigating those decisions right now?
1: Well, you know, so there's lots of things that are going through my head. Mm -hmm. You know, it depends. You know, you can leverage that, especially if you're moving down. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, if you're wanting to right size and get something smaller, you sell it, you take your equity, you buy something smaller. But I would suggest that you talk to Phil and me about the buy first, sell second strategy, which we will talk about a little bit later in the show. Uh, But, you know, the hardest part right now is for folks to find what they're looking for. Right. And. And many, many people feel that they're compromising in what they really want. And that's the hardest part to resolve. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's. We're all still stuck in the mindset that, you know, buyers are very particular. Yes. And so you should be mm-hmm. to a certain extent. Um, we can only show you what we know is available in the market. Right. You know, unfortunately, I don't have a, a magic wand. Wish I did. Mm-hmm. Phil?
3: Yeah, and it's one of the things I'm seeing, and it pertains to what Mimi's talking about, is I'm having buyers that are now going new construction. Yes. But here's what they're hearing. Uh, you're going to have to wait a year. Yes. To get the house.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, by the way, the cost that we're quoting at 450000 uh, there's specific verbiage in the contract that says the prices can go up for no no reason whatsoever because
2: materials might go up materials
3: gotcha. labor mm-hmm. uh all that type of stuff so uh, r- literally i've got three clients that have had their contracts retru- retooled they are beyond upset right and guess what here's what the builder is saying well, you gave me $10,000 earnest money. If you don't want the house, fine, back out of the contract. We're going to keep your ten grand, mm-hmm. and we'll just sell it to somebody else. Right. So, so for those folks that are thinking about going into new construction, I would strongly encourage them to be talking to Mimi and maybe mm-hmm. looking at pre-existing because pre-existing is a much better buy and, and the other thing is when you talk about people downsizing, they don't necessarily have to downsize. right? If we're talking monet money wise. So let's let's just play this out. We sell a $500,000 home, right? But then we decide to w- live in rural Minnesota, northern Minnesota, western Wisconsin. Well, guess what? You can actually get more home, more land mm-hmm. at a cheaper price. And guess what? Now you can keep more of your money that way. Right. Which then you can roll into some type of other maybe an IRA investment or something mm-hmm. like that. So for those that are saying, if I'm gonna sell, I'm gonna lose money on the buy side, right. that's not necessarily true. Okay.
1: A hundred percent. And I'm seeing I'm seeing people go further out the metro than i've ever seen mm-hmm. in the whole time i've been licensed and when i say out of the metro i'm talking an hour and a half two hours
2: right and
1: people are just looking for affordability wherever right. they can find it and they're also looking you know it's not just some i'm going to move to the boons and, right and just you know homestead away they're also looking to be adjacent to services uh, especially the aging population they need access to health care right that is Close enough mm-hmm. where if they had an emergency that they could actually get there in a, a reasonable amount of time. Right. Phil?
3: Here's the other thing that I'm seeing. I'm seeing people buying fairly big homes and then they're renting out their basements.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. You that know, makes sense. I tell people, you know, that, that home of yours can make you money in mm-hmm. so many different ways.
3: And Live there and, and, and cash flow right. at the same time hundred you know, percent. But, but what people don't understand is if they're going to do that, they can't qualify with that rental income when they purchase the property.
2: Gotcha. So you can't presume that you're going to do that if it's that kind of, you know, if it's a duplex or something else where well, you know that, then you can do that.
3: Unless you can show that you've done it for two years gotcha. prior. All right. So if you did it prior in another property, yes, then that can count.
2: Mm-hmm. All right, gotcha.
1: Well, when we come back, we're going to continue talking a little bit more about this, and we're
2: going to talk about some bank programs that maybe you not- have not heard of before. All right, you can also be part of the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Call us at 651-641-1071 with any of your real estate-related questions. We'll be right back here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk One i I'm Ms. Shannon, here with Mimi Shoneman from the Red Hot Real Estate Group over at Remax Results and also our friend Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage reminding you it's a great day to call in if you've been sitting on any of those real estate-related questions. If you have kind of an odd scenario that you're like, who can help me with it? Mimi and Phil are the perfect people to help you with the scenario. The number is 651-641-1071. And we were just talking about how sometimes... You went through a situation where you got a no, and maybe especially over the last year, you're one of those people that you're like, I was ready to buy a house. I wanted to get out there and start looking, but then I went to go get financing, and they told me no.
1: Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. We have cooked up the best possible Christmas special. Correct. Oh, man. Yes. Okay, so Phil, the wizard, Mm -hmm. um, is going to offer this for all of our listeners just through the end of the year, though. Um, anybody who's received a denial
3: a loan denial loan mortgage denial, loan denial mm-hmm.
1: and you you were stopped in your tracks if you meet with phil in purchase in per- person mm-hmm. and show your denial and you still want to get a house still want to get a house through the end of the year if you meet with him he's going to offer a 100 hundred dollar visa gift card yes um so those are the specifications if you've been denied uh, spread the word if you if you know people who've been denied. Phil will give you the second opinion and a $100 gift card.
2: Those are the parameters. So be sure and call and, and meet hopefully, with him. Hopefully, we don't want to say guarantee because you don't know everybody's scenario. But, Phil, yeah. you are great at going, well, you got a no from them because of this reason. Here's what my company can do. Here's what cross-country, you know, cross-country mortgage can do for that person. So a- the, exactly. there may be a yes.
3: And, and, and that's going to kind of lead us into kind of a, a subject that we're going to talk about for the next 10, 15 minutes. And that's what's called non-QM.
2: Okay, and QM is, is?
3: It's a quality mortgage. Gotcha. Under Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, you have to meet their specific guidelines, which means it's a quality mortgage.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: What is a non-QM loan? A non-QM loan is a loan that's held internally in-house okay. that does not meet Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac's guidelines.
2: And a lot of companies don't do those, right? Correct. Okay.
3: Correct.
1: So... so- some companies will call those a portfolio loan. Correct. Ah, okay. Okay. So where they have to, it doesn't meet standards. They do it internally. Correct.
3: Now, understand with those type of loans, one of kind of the criterias we're really like to see with a borrower is we either have a big down payment or we have high reserves. Those are really key. Of course, credit needs to be good. And guess what? I, I've got non-QM that will go all the way down to 620. But then maybe the borrower's putting 35% down, all right? So non-QM loans, they don't meet the specific guidelines of Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, Jenny Mae, VA, FHA. Mm-hmm. We have other internal programs. Okay. One of the big hot issues here, specifically over the pandem- pandemic, has been the increased guidelines on self-employed borrowers. Now, a standard rule of thumb with a self-employed borrower is you have two years of personal federal tax returns. You're not behind on your taxes. Mm-hmm. You've got two years of self-employment returns. Right. And, oh, by the way, you we have to be able to see that you're making money in the business. Yes. Okay. I have a loan going right now with a borrower. The rate is 3.875%. They would have had three and an eighth percent. So it's higher by 0.75%. Okay. But in this case, when you take a look at the tax returns and the business returns, they don't make any money because they've written everything off. Mm-hmm. Guess what we do? We take the full year's business bank statement. Okay. And we take and add up all their deposits, all right, and you take 50% of that number. So in other words, they brought in $150,000. Well, guess what? We have $75,000 to qualify them on, whereas when you go to their business returns and their uh, federal returns, they only have $25,000 dollars to qualify on and now because we can use seventy five thousand, 000 and oh by the way we can use the wife's income too
2: okay and as uh, a self-employed person that makes a big difference you know for me where i'm going well there's a reason why i'm trying to look like i didn't make any money those are legitimate deductions you yep. know that now, i'm like i'm not trying to game anybody
3: now there's another little kicker to this mm-hmm. so the client's going to say well my rate is high okay i get it Here's what we do at Cross Country Mortgage. Okay. We will automatically give you a free refinance a year from now. Now, when I say free refinance, we will cut all our fees. Okay. We can't cut everybody else's fees. All right. But we can refinance you once you become a conforming loan or once you become that standard good jumbo loan. Okay. We then take it out of the portfolio. Okay. And now we can drop your rate. And oh, by the way, we help so many more people with our non-QM products here mm-hmm. to get into houses. Wow. Yeah. All
1: Especially now wow. when
2: that rate is so high. I'm not the rate. The average housing price is so high. So you got to go high.
3: Now, can now. you
2: use that for a second home, that program?
3: Can you use this for a second home? Yep. Yes.
2: Okay. Oh. All right. Here we go. Okay.
3: Now, Now, here's another kicker. We have a 12-month program and we have a 24-month bank statement program. What does that mean? What does that mean? That means if we can use 24 months to qualify your income, you get a better interest rate than the 12-month program.
0: Wow.
1: Okay. So think about that. Think about when you were looking for your house,
2: Ms. Shannon. Yes, that would have changed your world. Exactly. Would it not? <laughs> that was the things that I would, the parameters of what I could have looked at are so much wider. You know what?
3: Mm-hmm. You know what's but happening? Let me the, just
2: announce it. I'm going to Florida
1: right now. <laughs> I'm getting on the but, plane. But I'm going. The,
3: but the downside, though, mm-hmm. is understand as rate goes up, okay, debt to income ratios go up. Gotcha. Which would have then, understand a higher rate of a half a percent is really not a big deal, folks. Right. Mm-hmm with the understanding we can come back and make it better once you make become that qual, uh, a QM loan
1: right wow where are we going to <laughs> you and me <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean,
2: we could shop lots of places. we but got I mean,
1: three self-employed people standing in this little bitty
2: room. Right. Now, how often do these, when you have a program like this, let's say that I still need, like, some time to plan. Is it that I give you a call now so I can go, okay, here's the program that we have now. Let me prepare for it. And if it's not available, there might be something similar with uh cross-country mortgage in a year. If I still need time to get my down payment together or something else. I how don't do see you work these programs. People?
3: Going away, okay. But but what I always tell people is prior planning prevents a poor performance. Right. The five P's. Yes. And guess what? Maybe we are looking at a QM loan, Mm -hmm. but maybe your situation can then become a conventional straight in three months.
2: Right. Fair enough. We've got
3: options. All right. We've got options.
2: And we are going to discuss more of those options when we get back. You can also be part of the show. Call in. Get more information on how you can also get that $100 Visa gift card by going in and seeing our friend Phil from Cross Country Mortgage. We'll be right back here on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk 1071. Also want to remind you that you can get that free $100 Visa gift card if you have been denied for a mortgage in the last year and you want a chance to go ahead and get into that home, possibly. Here's a good way for you to do it. Set up that free consultation with Phil Olson over there at Cross Country Mortgage. Let him know you heard about it here on the show. Bring in that paperwork about how you got denied, and then he will go ahead and sit down with you and possibly get you into the home of your dreams, but also get you that $100 Visa gift card just for coming in and meeting with them and getting a second opinion. hundred percent. And don't
1: delay. I I know the holidays are here, and we're all having tryptophan. But (laughs) 12 the, the end, Don't of, the, procrastinate. The end right. of the year is the deadline for the giveaway so perfect phil i am so excited about these exotic programs that we're talking about mm-hmm. because it opens up so many options for people who may have thought that they didn't have these options um so there's another really good program called the asset qualifier program so let's talk a little bit about that
3: all right so i'm going to talk about the asset qualifier but here here are the advantages of the what what we call the non-QM products, there's additional programs. Mm-hmm. They're exception friendly, okay. Meaning that if the loan looks really good, but there's a little piece that we don't like, right? We can probably get an exception on it, mm-hmm. okay. We accept lower FICO scores, meaning lower credit scores. We accept higher loan to values. We accept higher debt-to-income ratio limits.
1: I was just going to ask you about the debt-to-income. That is really exciting. So. And,
3: oh, by the way, recent credit events, and clo- we can close in an LLC with these programs oh, as okay. well. Mm-hmm. All right. So what is an asset qualifier? What's, what is it that we're trying to do here? Well, it's a program for high-net-worth borrowers. To qualify solely off of their liquid assets, and you don't have to liquidate your assets. Okay. Why buy a house for cash, and you've got a million dollars in investments or three million dollars in investments? Guess what? You don't have to liquidate those investments. Let those make five, six, seven, eight, ten percent in the market, and guess what? We can use the asset, and we can create on paper income.
1: Okay. Okay. All right. So for people who maybe aren't even working anymore, but they've got money in their investments. Yep. So let's just say that's Miss Shannon mm-hmm. and that we're going to, she really wants to get a, a fourplex. That's mm-hmm. her goal. Right. Yep. And, but, but she's not working anymore. She's, she's decided she's retired. Yes. And, but she's got like all this money in her investments. Which investments can she pull it from?
3: IRAs, okay, stocks, bonds, annuities, whole life insurance policies. Okay, Okay. Uh, you could pull it out of checking and savings accounts as well. Mm -hmm. So let me give you an example of this borrower. Okay, the borrower makes $1,500 a month Social Security, is currently drawing $1,500 a month in a pension, and guess what? They're drawing a thousand dollars off of their. Uh, 401ks or their IRA. So they got combined income 4,500, but hold one here. They want to buy a $700,000 home. Okay. Well, the mortgage payment on 700,000, good rule of seven, a good rule is, is $5 per thousand. Mm -hmm. Your mortgage payment is 3,500. Okay. We only have, have we only have 4,500 to work with. Our debt to income ratios are at 80%. But our borrower has one point five million in the bank, okay, and guess what? We take the one point five million times seventy percent, which is about a million dollars. We then divide that by three sixty mm-hmm. that gives us an additional thirty six hundred dollars a month income on top of her forty five mm-hmm. and you now qualify for that seven hundred thousand dollar home
2: so she doesn't have to take that out of her investment accounts up front. no, okay, gotcha, gotcha okay so. Down
1: payment. Let's talk about if you were going to use this program. Where do you? Ha- where does that come into the?
3: the... You're probably looking at twenty five or thirty percent down.
1: Okay, because they can pull that also out of the investment.
3: They can pull that out of the investment. We could do a bridge loan.
1: Explain that.
3: Oh, bridge loan. If let's say their house is worth seven hundred thousand, I'll pull a hundred and fifty thousand out of their current house. That's free and clear. And we use that as the down payment. And by the way, that payment is then based on an interest-only payment. So let's say 4% of 150000 That's only like a $250 a month payment okay. that we add to the debt-to-income ratio. Now, we take the money out of your current property. We buy your home. With a buy buy first, sell second. Let's talk about
1: that first piece, though. We take the money out of your current home. Explain that process for those that may not be understanding how that
3: works. We basically do the mortgage paperwork. We go to a closing. We give you a line of credit of $150,000. You then go find your house. And guess what? When you find your house and you're going to write your earnest money, you can write a check off of the line of credit. And when you go to the closing for the house... You'd bring another check with you for the line of credit for the remaining hundred and forty because you put ten grand down. We got a hundred and fifty. And guess what? Now that line of credit then gets paid off after Mimi helps you sell the house six months down the road. Okay. Gotcha.
1: Okay. So you're talking about a line of credit instead of a cash out refi. Correct. Okay.
3: The re- the reason you don't want to do cash out refi is because the cost for a $150,000 loan is probably going to be about five grand. I do the bridge loan. It's going to cost you $1,000. That's simple math there. I'm saving you four grand by going with the bridge loan. The bridge loan is temporary financing that's going to be replaced with the sale of the house and the payoff of the lien.
1: Okay, perfect. Um, what is the deadline that someone has to pay back a bridge loan?
3: Uh, Bridge loans normally are 12 months.
1: 12 months. Okay, so that is, all of this is very exciting news. And I don't think that, when we talk about puzzles in mortgage, this is exactly what we're talking about. These kinds of things that, you know, for someone who may be new, these are very exotic programs. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm already thinking about you and right. how
2: all of this plays into big goals. Right. right. You know, because I've been talking about, okay, I have my one rental property now. How can I be one of those investors that has additional properties that are like this? So it's one of those things I'm going, what are my options? How do I plan for them? Like you said, Phil. What
3: I what mm-hmm. I'd like clients to know about Phil Olson, the Phil Olson team at cross-country mortgage, is when you come to me, we don't have one box for you. Right. I have 100 boxes all right and just because we don't fit here doesn't mean we can't fit over here gotcha whereas other lenders sorry to say they're much smaller than we are they don't have the capability Mm -hmm. maybe the loan officer doesn't have 21 years of mortgage history background like i've got right all right and and here's the other thing that they might not be getting the passion right passion i bring to the table to help a client achieve their ultimate goal. And what it really just comes down to is it's a conversation. Mm -hmm. What do you want to do? Let me figure out what we can do and I'll present you the options with the understanding. I'm not going to push anything on you. Right. I'm going to present you options of how we can structure this deal to make it work for you.
1: So, Phil, are there more details to the Asset Qualifier Program?
3: Sure. Uh, This is for borrowers that are recently retired, inherited wealth, have irregular income streams. Okay. An example, how about a lawyer that has all this money, all right, in his bank account, but he only closes maybe one or two cases every year.
2: Okay. They're really big cases,
3: but it might take a while. They're big cases, Mm -hmm. all right? Or we've got all these big cases coming down the road, okay? So that's a great thing. It's designed for borrowers who could pay for the home in cash, right? But wants to stay liquid. Gotcha. This, this program does not require the borrower to liquidate their assets or set up a monthly distribution. Okay. So in other words, we don't have to go to the financial planner and have them start kicking money, which we could do. That's mm-hmm. one route. But for some people, they go, I don't want to. I don't want to do all that.
2: Right. It's that I'll figure out how to make the payment. There's don't some people pre-structure I'll, it. There's like some that.
3: people out there that would rather say, "Phil, I'll pay a half a percent or one percent higher interest rate." To not have don't to move put, this put stuff. me through the grinder of providing all this documentation. Oh,
0: ah, okay. all right,
3: and it makes life easier. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like people that will say, "Well, I don't want to sell until I have a buyer for my house." Okay, well, here's a way where the client's saying, I don't want to go through all the mess of all this paperwork. I don't want to have to call my financial advisor and start getting distributions. No, here's what you do. You give me all your asset statements. I add it all up. I take 70% of that number. I divide it by 360 as long as you're over the age of 62. Okay. Now, guess what? What happens if you're below the age of 62? I got a great story. I got a client that's 30 years old, inherited Buku Bucks. Yes. Was only making $1,500 a month. I'm helping her with a construction loan. It's already in process of being built. It's $750,000. They completely tore down the house here on the east side of the metro. Mm-hmm. And they're rebuilding a new house.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, I think that this is pretty exciting. <laughs> Who else would this be a good fit for?
3: Uh <laughs> This is really fit for any borrower that has a lot of assets. Okay. That's that's the key of an asset qualifying program. Mm-hmm. You don't have more than five hundred thousand in some form of retirements or investment accounts. This is not the program for you. Gotcha. But this is for those that have are sitting on a heck of a lot of money, but but maybe they're pinchers. Pinschers. Yes. Okay? Okay. I have All a right.
1: Question or a thought rather. So I think this would be a really great program for uh, parents who have students in college. And instead of paying, you know, rent, uh, normal rent, they could use this program by their their student uh, house or a townhome or something like that and let them live in it for less money. And maybe just pull that money out of their investments while they're in, in college.
3: I would have to take a look at that, but I do believe it will fit for investors, okay. but I'm not 100%. Fair enough. But My who, gut instincts tell me it does. But mm-hmm.
1: would it really be a true investor if they have a family member living in the house? Yes, you got unless
3: you. the family member is a disabled family member. It would be considered an investment property.
1: Okay. okay. All right. We'll see. There you go. Um, all <laughs> That's
2: right. That's well, so, why we ask all these questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we come back from the break, we're going to talk about some more exotic loan programs, mm-hmm. and uh, we'd love to take your call. So right. That number is six five one six four one one zero seven one. We'll be right back on the Red Hot Real Estate Show. Welcome back to the Red Hot Real Estate Show here on My Talk one zero seven one. I am Michelle I want to remind you if you got a no on a mortgage offer for the last year. Phil Olson from Cross Country Mortgage is willing to help you out. All you have to do is just get your paperwork together that said that you were denied. Set up that free second opinion with Phil and he will not only try and get you approved for the house anyway, give you that second opinion. He'll also give you a free $100 Visa gift card for coming in and getting that second opinion. Right, Phil? You got it. Ashley, we're going to run that through the end of 2021. Exactly. Okay, Phil, so what's our Next exotic
1: program, we're going to be talking about?
3: It's called our Full Doc Program, Full Documentation Program. All right. As we're fully aware, all loans have to be approved through either Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac. And if they don't meet their specific guidelines, that loan would be denied. This program is designed as an outlet for conforming and prime jumbo loans that provide, that maybe have a unique situation to it and it doesn't fit. All right, this program is to help people qualify and allow us to help more borrowers purchase homes. It is an internal product. Yes, the interest rate is going to be higher. Is it five points higher? No, you're maybe looking at a half a percent to one full percentage point higher than what the conforming market is. But if your loan won't qualify by Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac, you could go to 100 lenders. They're going to tell you the same thing. Here's an outlet for we can help you buy that specific home. So why does it exist? Well, how about for people that have, a, have had a foreclosure or a bankruptcy? There's specific timelines with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. Ours are reduced.
1: Okay. So- meaning,
3: meaning less time having a bankruptcy, less time having a foreclosure all right so instead of it maybe being four years or seven years on a foreclosure with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac I believe our program is only two years wow big difference yeah and it's a conforming loan
1: and bankruptcy
3: bankruptcy the same thing two years I would have to take a look all I know is they're reduced how about departing a residence This program will allow us to exclude the current payment on their home when qualifying. Oh, we're talking the buy first, sell second. Right. And for those that don't qualify because they don't have enough money, this program might allow them to be able to do that. Oh, Okay. Mm -hmm. How about the following? Non-warrantable condos. We haven't talked about it a lot, but guess what? This program right here will allow us to finance a non-warrantable condo. And, and yes, you have to put more money down. Yes, the interest rate will be higher. But guess what? We'll help you get into your property. Right.
1: Okay. Oh, so I can't even tell you the number of times that you people look at a non-warrantable condo.
3: What is it, Mimi? It
1: means that there's too, too high of a percentage of renters. And once that happens then the financing changes. Phil, can you go a little deeper from the mortgage side of why they would d- deny that uh, if if a building is more than 50% renters?
3: Well, let's think about it. We go into a housing market decline. Mm-hmm. It's proven. It's it, it is statistical. Once the housing market goes into a decline, those that own second homes and investment properties, if they are not making money, they bail. Okay. So, Let's say we have a 100 units condo association that has a penetration level of over 50%. And imagine 25% of these landlords, these investors, they bail on your condo unit. How would that affect the association management books? Well, well, I, could I be know. detrimental.
1: We, several years ago, looked at a condo to purchase in this very same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, decided not to because the rental was too high. Right, it was like more than 50%. It was ridiculous. Um, Phil, so tell how that program would, why would that program, the full doc program, work for that specific case?
3: Because it's internal. We don't care that there's a penetration level of or we don't care that it's a non-wardable condo for a specific reason. Bottom line is, does the client have a lot of money to put down? Do they have good assets? All right. Do they have good credit? But just because the property doesn't fit here, we have a program where the property will fit.
1: Okay. And will that work for investors
2: or not?
3: Will this work for investors? For investors, I would have to take take a look at the guidelines. Okay, okay. I, I believe it's more so for a primary residence. Okay. okay,
2: so if you're like, this is the right building for me, and I want to own it versus rent it, this is the kind of option that you would need to be able to buy it anyway.
3: Guess what? This would also be a great search for Mimi to go find those units that oh. are non-warrantable condos <laughs> did you because-
1: just give me work
3: might be a lot of buyers for you mean
1: yes <laughs> i can think of several different buildings
2: just right off the top of my head you know so. my girlfriend who's the kind of person where she's like you know her her son is you know moved out and flying and all the stuff and i can see why she mm-hmm. she likes that condo lifestyle well, how, I mean, there's something how, very soothing about, about being up there in your own. You know, right? She loves that. Well,
1: think how about, about um, you know, if you're already renting mm-hmm. in a building like that. Oh, yeah. And, you know, so many people like to just buy the unit that they're already living in. That
3: makes, makes sense. sense.
2: Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Our full doc program also offers an interest only option. Gotcha. I'm not a big advocate of interest only, but guess what? For that right buyer, that's only going to be living in the property for a short period of time might be another way for them to get a lower monthly payment.
1: I am never, ever in my life going to support interest only. Okay, why is that? I'm not
3: saying I'm an advocate either. No,
1: but some people go, this is the option for me. I, you know, I, I that risk is not worth it, especially at interest rates that, that where they are today. To right. me, it just doesn't make sense.
3: Now, one other piece that I want to talk about this program Is this is for our big jumbo lenders or jumbo buyers all the way up to $3 million where their loan will not qualify as a standard jumbo loan Mm -hmm. and understand jumbo loans, they're a manual underwrite, right? The underwriter is going to look at everything with these programs, especially our green light program, which is a program that if they qualify through Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac through AUS, which is... The underwriting system. Yes. We don't need to gather up all their documentation like a manual underwrite. Okay, gotcha. so so
2: what
1: documents are you not having to do because they're going to use this program?
3: Uh, let's just say uh, the Greenlight program. Let's say they're self-employed. All right. We would only need one year's business returns, one year of it is their federal returns, let me have two paycheck stubs, and we're closing oh. under our green light jumbo program. <laughs> okay. Both
0: of us are popped out of our head. <laughs>
2: Absolutely stunned. Right.
3: Now, There's most no jumbo—I would tell you, seventy percent of jumbo buyers are self-employed.
2: Yep,
3: seventy percent.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: We have so many jumbo programs that are non-QM mm-hmm. under our full doc program that don't require all the documentation that a lot of other lenders would require. Right. That being said, you're not getting your rate at three and a quarter. It's probably 3.625, mm-hmm. 3.875. But guess what? You're not going to go through the rigma row Yep. and then be told in the end, no, we won't do your loan. Right. Here, well, we get your loan closed.
1: And how long does this program take from the time somebody meets with you?
3: I would probably tell you if the client is on top of their game with documentation, I can get everything within five days. I can close in 40.
2: Wow. All right, so we know we have to wrap up. So, Phil, tell everybody how the best way is to contact you.
3: Best way to call me or reach me is always my cell, 651-238-6748, or you could email me at phil at callphilolson.com.
2: And you always reach us at mnredhotrealestate.com. Get this episode and previous episodes on our website, mytalk1071.com, keyword red hot.
0: Happy Turkey Day, folks. To be your best every day the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details. Paying
3: bills on time? Not maxing out credit cards? Yes, give yourself credit.
0: You can get closer to big goals like home ownership
3: by taking small steps to build up your credit. Level up your credit knowledge at Fannie Mae.com slash credit education. <laughs>